69, damn she fine Hoping she can suck it to me one more time Get low, get low, get low, get low To the window, to the wall To the sweat run down my pores All these bitches go Oh, ski ski motherfucker Welcome everybody ski ski Hey everybody, what's going on? New Jump Citizens, welcome to New Jump City. What up? Yeah, it's your boy Christian Espinall. Right beside me as always is my co-host Joshua Cole. Hello everybody. How are you doing? This is a calming song and we're very much feeling it. This is Orange. Uh, and it's an indie song. I don't know if they're still I don't know if they're still crowdsourcing stuff, but please support everything they do cuz this is pretty great. <laughs> and I want them to make more things like this. But uh yeah, welcome, welcome back, you guys. It's good to see you guys. Let's get some plugs out of the way before we begin our usual spiel. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Chris Espinal, and also on Twitter if you want. Um, I'm gonna be start doing. Um, I'm working on a little bit of a th- Instagrammy thing uh, coming up in a while, and it'll be cool to share it with you guys. So please uh, give it a give it a little followy follow. Uh, Joshua Cole, where they ca- where can they find you, my friend? At J D Cole underscore three seven. Yeah. And as always, we got our boy, our little producer boy, Brian Boss, and this dude. Hey, buddy, I'm a producer boy. Yeah, give uh, give him your social meds, fam. At Saucy Brian Bossy. Mm. Uh, that's my social media guy. Nice and tasty. Brian cooks on his Instagram, so follow that guy. He fucking rules. Uh, with that being said, I guess we're uh, ready to get started. Brian Boss, uh, could you be a deer and uh, give me that randomizer? Any Any second now? Yeah, no, I know. All right. (laughs) Don't get shitty with me. I'm your boss. My hero. Whoa, what what a one to start off with. My Hero Academia, chapter 233. I was hoping on One Piece, but you know what? Hero Academia is pretty good, too. Bright future. Uh, It starts where we left off last time. Everything's kind of in ruins now that uh, Shigaraki has destroyed the building, but we cut to uh, twice, like the real twice. He's uh, he's, he's underneath Toga. He found her, and he's, uh, he's getting her measurements so he can make effective copies out of her. Uh, which is interesting. This is crazy. Twice's copies are actually so, like, to life that he can. He's making a clone of tw- of Toga just so he can make a blood transfusion happen between her and her clone. Yeah, which is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah the the only downside about this actual situation is that like when he produces a clone of somebody, it's of his most recent memory, so it's not a fresh, healthy. Um, yeah. What's her name again? Yeah, it's not a... Toga. Toga still... <laughs> like, the clone is also as damaged as Toga is. Um, and they also have, like... Their clones also have the, their most recent memories up to that point. But any more information they can't get from their originals. Unlike Twice. Twice's clones can absorb the information from what they see in here and relay it back to the original. Uh, but anyway, they get interrupted by this weird... Oh, it's one of... Uh, your boy's clones, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Skeptic. Yeah, my man, Mr. Skeptic. Yeah, he's... Pulling up with the weirdo clones. Yeah, he's got weird-ass clones coming in, and he is just upset that people would even imply that he failed. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he's really stressing the point. He's, he's one, two, three, four, five times he says, I didn't fail, exclamation point. Yeah, there's a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, I dig his mon- you know, I I dig his drive. That's what I respected about him from the first place. And also he's that about he's his got shit. Expert shit talking powers. Oh yeah. You got <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His eyes are like ultra veiny. He's very upset. Uh, yeah, that nigga doesn't get sleep, but that's because he always goes hard. Yeah, that's true. Uh meanwhile, Spinner and uh the rest of the Twice clones are approaching uh the main politician dude, uh, the leader of this particular part of the uh the liberation army uh and we find out what his clerk quirk actually is it's called uh trumpet uh the special the special electromagnetic waves in his voice gives a boost to his allies enhancing their bodies and minds so the more his voice the more he talks the stronger the people around him get um there's someone in one piece who has a similar power to this which is pretty not to say that it's a ripoff but it's pretty cool um he somehow gets like this crazy mask thing with speakers on it and he starts encouraging like the rest of his henchmen yeah it's one of those um devices that uh the core what was the, the name support of that? core yeah the yeah support like a support item. Him a, yeah his um well his 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 meta name like his code name is trumpet yeah which i think is pretty oh cool. yeah right yeah his, his ability is called insight yeah my you bad. know same shit i mean that's why they call him trumpet right yeah uh but yeah they get stronger but uh Spinner is able to dodge them and using his quirk. His excellent, yeah. super cool quirk. His lizard quirk. <laughs> yeah, lizard man, I could climb walls. Climb and that's walls. it. And, uh, you know, he's climbing walls. But it doesn't help because someone makes a hole in the wall that he's climbing on and just <laughs> impales him with spikes. Yeah, his ability was already, like, not helping that that much. <laughs> and then they just kind of, like, turned it on him crazy like, but you know what it's hard to watch we get a little bit of his past uh how he was uh he didn't feel inspired and he uh he just was a he just felt like a loser he didn't have anything to drive for but watching stain has really lit a fire underneath his ass and you know what now he has something to fight for and uh he i guess he's not going to betray like uh the league of villains like i thought he was because he's totally loyal to shigaraki yeah, he was just trying to light a fire under the ass. Yeah, I, I guess because he already had he had all these reasons for joining, and he's seen everybody else just kind of chilling. So mm-hmm. I guess they did bring more folk. You know, they they cleared that up for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know, now we know exactly what his motivations are. Yeah, uh, I like it. Um, maybe now he'll just go berserk and fuck shit up now. Uh, but we don't know. We haven't seen like the full effect of his power. But we then cut to Shigaraki versus uh, Redestro at the city floor uh they're pissed at each other they're about to fight uh you know and uh they it, it th- this is where the chapter ends which is pretty shigaraki unleashes like a uh one of his uh touch people and they destroy apps on the uh powers on the f- ground and it causes like a massive earthquake uh but then uh redestro fucking responds by wrecking one of his hands yeah, his actual hand, right? Not like one yeah, of his, his real hand. Hands. Yeah, that looked. I was damn. It looked crazy. Yeah, when, <laughs> like two thirds of his like it, yeah. left hand are gone. All he has is his pinky and his um and, and his, his ind- index. No, his I'm ring not finger. His index, uh, ring finger. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, and uh, we finally learn the power, uh, the uh, Redestro's uh, power, or his name is Riki uh, Yotsubashi. His his quirk, <laughs> stress accumulates. <laughs> Accumulates stress and converts it into sheer power. More stress <laughs> means a bigger, tougher body. Yo, this, um, 
what's the name of the author for this series? Uh, Horikoshi. Horikoshi, you are a fucking madman. Like, <laughs> yo, like, I know you just be chilling or doing regular activities, like going to the store or dealing with normal life, right? Like, and whenever you normal, like whenever, like whatever emotions pass through you or what you see of other people, you just say, yo, how do I amplify that times fucking 10 and make this an ability in my, uh, in my story? Like, I know it, man. Cause look, stress. <laughs> Has anyone ever thought of something like that before? Well, he's essentially the Hulk. The, oh, I'm glad you said that because I've never seen a Hulk type creature with this much he has a he has a suit on still. It's not scuffed or ripped yeah. or or like torn open. Yeah, not, it's a whole suit. He tailored it to be ready to get it popping. Yeah, that's clean, bro. <laughs> I don't care how else you want to say it. Like, looks like his quirk is swag after all. A- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, oh man, right. it's great. Um, I love it. I think there's like they actually introduced like a character that's similar that has like. But his instead of stress that makes him stronger, it was shame. This very same series, but uh, this is still cool. Uh, I love it, and it's such a great like way to reveal it. Uh, blowing Shigaraki's hand off. I'm pretty sure one of these hands that he got will replace this hand. Y- yeah, all right. He has <laughs> several of them. I'm sure they'll make something work, right? Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, uh, in the sits in the outskirts of the city, uh, the hero from earlier or the uh. I guess the the liberation dude from earlier is outside redirecting traffic, making sure nobody walks into this fucking death zone uh, when he hears an earthquake coming. We already know yeah, what this is. It is not an earthquake. It's motherfucking Giganto Machia, and we're going to get a Hulk-on-Hulk Hulk fight. Oh, yee. I didn't even think about that. Can't wait. He, they're going to throw so many hands. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna keep his suit clean anymore. But you imagine know, how stressed he'll be. Oh, that's that's what I'm saying, when man. When Machia shows up, hey, they gonna have their hands full. Oh, man. Yeah, this is gonna be a fucking battle royale, yo. yeah. Because he's not all the way cool with Shigaraki yet, right? He just wants to go over there and. I think he's got to make sure he doesn't die, but yeah. for the moment, he'll just save his life. That's really nice. <laughs> He's that's only doing it because uh, Dr. Eggman is telling him to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, My Hero Academia, that was it. Uh, fucking great chapter. Um, st- this has been so cool. I know we say this every week, but this this arc has been fucking fire. Uh, very into it. Yeah, super villains developing. Yeah, the shit like this doesn't happen where they treat like the villains as the protagonists in a way. How, well, how would you even describe that? That's not anti- Shown in, no, oh, yeah, even it's a, a whole new thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not that that new. Um, the idea of a of a pro- antagonist developing alongside the protagonist is nothing new, but no, but at it's this never scale, been to this. Yeah, it's never yeah. been to this extent where we spend an entire arc with them. Uh, it's great, love it, uh, and it's great. It's like a good way to gear them up because they these are the effectively the final villains of the series. Yeah, or, or what you would hope, you know, mm-hmm. that's. Would you like to see in in, in similar series? Right, it's just the culmination of all of that effort. Mm-hmm. And you know, at, at the same time, I think this arc is so important for them because they, like Spinner said, they really haven't had aim. And we haven't. I, I don't know about you, but I haven't thought about it that much because of so how much action was going on, like on the hero side. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just overall done really well. And, uh, you know, round of applause for Hirokoshi. Yeah. All he has to do now is just deliver, like, a crazy just beat em up fight between two Hulks. Oh, it's going to be... Gonna be ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, that was my hero academia. Moving on, Brian Boss. Smack that randomizer. <laughs> Joe! Avengers. Yeah! It's good. I'm glad we didn't get War of Realms before Avengers because these things take place. This takes place right before it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Avengers, number 20. Uh, this is a She Hulk centric story. Uh, I I think this is like oh we uh we we get a little bit uh up top about uh Hulk and Black Panther working together to try to get uh Jessica to retain conscious control of her of her Hulk. Uh, it's kind of the thing that separated her from Bruce is that she's always had like very strong hold on She Hulk. Uh, she's always been like in control one hundred percent, and she's been losing that lately. So she's just trying her best to keep on to it. As much as she can. And we cut to uh, present time. Uh, she's fighting trolls in Australia where Deadpool is. And I'm glad they addressed it too. <laughs> they addressed that Deadpool's also there. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel sent her over and she beats the shit out of Ulick. Yeah, um, no story there, no plot, nothing. Just it's over for you, buddy. Yeah, it wrecks her life. Your brother's out her- fucking playing theater and your ass is beat to the ground. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool shows up. He's like, "Hey, uh, I remember when you were funny." <laughs> was that thing? Was she a joke character? Or I actually, character? I don't know. I don't. I don't know a lot about She Hulk, unfortunately. But, mm. but I know, I know she was like effectively like more. She was a lighter character than Bruce was. Well, that yeah, I bet because she had full control over her fucking demon monster. Yeah, he didn't fucking kill people for no reason. Yeah. That um, kind of stuff. Meanwhile, in Antarctica, Blade is fucking around, taking down big Hulk monster to think he's uh, one of Malekith's people. Acting like a real vampire. He's, he's half. Yeah, I know, but he was just... The way he was jumping around oh, yeah. and stuff, it looked very feral yeah. and vampire and not like, I'm yeah. going to cut your fucking neck. Well, it's pretty I don't cool. know. Yeah, he did what he had to do. These were all basically like and they're not Hulk creatures too, right? Yeah, I don't think they're human. They're not as swaggy as you. See what I'm talking about? They got clothes on. But it's athletic wear. <laughs> Anybody could pull that off. The yeah. Hulk could wear a, a triple X hoodie and probably let it, you know, have real snug fit. Yeah. Even She-Hulk wears athletic wear. She does. You see, but none of them. You get the point. Yeah. No, yeah, I understand. It makes yeah. total His sense. His quirk is stress, bro. <laughs> but we know what it really is. Anyway. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back in New York City, we c- there's a lot of cutting around, um, you know. It, it really just does actually end here. Uh, she meets up with Daredevil. And uh, these frost giants show up, and she punches the shit out of one of them. Uh, overall, this whole entire uh, issue, there's just this, um, there's this uh, narration that uh, Jessica has over. It's a weird angle to take on this particular character. I'm not sure how to feel about it. Uh, basically, it's I understand just, the message. I understand the message too. It's basically how uh, because Bruce was always this raging Hulk monster. Uh, she, uh, she, he would always say that he was jealous of her because she could kind of control her monster and she would always get like a little annoyed because yeah, she was, she could control her monster, but she was also being objectified by people who were watching her fight back, like 
you know, she was, there was like reporters taking pictures of her ass. She mentions it and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think that's what he meant. You know, it's, uh, Yeah. I, I guess what, they didn't really, I don't think they wrote it as well as they could have. Yeah. And I, I get the idea. What they were saying is that she felt like she, ha- she was pigeonholed into like this, um, this, uh, I guess this, obviously, cause she's not a real person. These, you know, people are writing her, but mm-hmm. that's what they're talking about. Like, like all the writing about her, they pigeonhole her to just be this, you know, this nice lady that happens to be a Hulk or whatever. And now she's kind of breaking out of her shell. Yeah. And she, she likes that because it's a different, like people, uh, are looking at her differently. You know, mm-hmm. they're not objectifying her i understand where you're coming uh, yeah from. i under you know, I, i'm that, for the message 100 percent. It. it's just a weird way to deliver yeah, it kind of yeah they, because especially in story there's nobody who really does it except for Ulick. but that's he's the he's a fucking troll bad guy yeah and, and he's really just in love with her because he's beating the shit out of her and that's what trolls are into i guess yeah that's a trope but you know and um, these these asgardian yeah but everyone people. in this issue treats her with respect it's like any good, every good guy in this. Yeah, and always have, you know. Yeah, I mean, she's a lawyer. Yeah, everybody really, everybody really. Even recently, like she had her own series where they followed her exploits as a lawyer as well as being She-Hulk. You know, like it's it's. I I'm one hundred percent for this message. I just wish they had just let, written it less clunkily. Because I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. I feel like <laughs> like reading it all the way to the last page. What they're basically saying is, this is She-Hulk now. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. This is the status quo. We are not going back. We made this inspirational, and she's owning this new beast, She-Hulk. That's base. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. That's what I think was like the primary effect yeah. of this Avengers and issue. It also hasn't been a thing over Avengers. Like I would understand if, if if context of the story, this happened to her, which it, and it hasn't. You know, no, not at all. Even in the earlier runs of Avengers, when Jason Aaron took over, this hasn't been an issue for her. I wish they had just built this up a little bit more so we could get more context as to where this is coming from. You know? Yeah. But um, overall, I do like this issue. Uh, I think it's, uh, I you know, when you focus on the individual members of the Avengers that aren't like the big three, you know, when aren't uh, when they aren't like Iron Man, Tony, and, uh, Tony, Stephen, Thor. Yeah. It's always good, you know. A lot of these characters aren't as well known, even though they carry like big mantles. For hell yeah, I mean, what we got the Daredevil, Blade, yeah, well, yeah, they're all big deals and all. Yeah, Deadpool, oh, yeah, just like you said. Um, she was also just running around to all the different places that were still at war and just wrapping shit up. So yeah. this was, yeah, as you said before, good thing we read this before going into the final war uh, rounds. Yeah, but uh, anyway. That was Avengers. Uh, into it, but uh, you know, could have found a better way to do. Beast She Hulk is here to stay. Hell yeah, and she, which I'm fine with. Yeah, into it. Hulk should be big. Uh, oh yeah, she's supposed to be like a gamma bomb or something like that. Yeah, she's just as strong as Bruce is. You know, she's just fucking huge. Is he? he is be. he like that too? He could explode or something. Yeah, I think that. So they're both like. Yeah, the Hulk's powers have always like shifted in shape. They could do different things at certain points in their lives. So yeah, they just they said something that alluded to like future storylines. Daredevil was talking about. Uh, oh yeah, that the Celestials chose her to be Hulk for a reason. You know, yeah. They're crafting her into a weapon, which is cool. That's interesting. You always want a Hulk as a weapon. We almost missed that. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. That's pretty. That was yeah. Daredevil so she, was fucking fire this arc. I love uh, Daredevil and War Realms. Yeah, with his infinite sword wisdom. 
He's just being basically the toadstool of the Marvel Universe right now. He's just like, your princess is in another castle. (laughs) (laughs) There's much more obstacles ahead. Hey, I'm going to make you a rainbow bridge so you can go save Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you said the toad. Yeah, when he's in a castle and he's like, yeah, so uh, not in this one. You just saved me. Uh, Go that way. Yeah, Yeah, he's been missing control. (laughs) Daredevil rules in this. Oh, shit. Uh, but anyway, that was Avengers. Uh, Brian Boss, uh, 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 smack that randomizer. <laughs> oh, Samurai Eight. Yeah, Samurai. All right, Samurai Eight, Chapter Seven, Encounter. Uh, cool color page up top. Uh, and uh, we cut back to where we left off with the Samurai and Princess. Uh, explanation debacle um the she, guardian still sliced in half i think that's really funny and that's a theme <laughs> that repeats yeah they didn't move it they didn't they didn't disappear it's still there it's just there yeah sliced in half um, <laughs> see its organs and shit yeah uh hachimaru starts itching and uh dharma's like what's wrong he's like maybe i'm allergic to cats and he's like but <laughs> but i'm a robot <laughs> but then he's like I think I'm allergic to info dub explanations. I'm like, oh, oh that's what you're allergic to as oh, well. Yeah, well, it's a good thing you've had like 27 of them since the series started. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I kind of like the joke, I guess. But I know you did. It's a little hypocritical. <laughs> I was given how they did it. <laughs> they did like 14 of these already by this point. He's trying to be meta. He's not doing a good job. <laughs> 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 you can't just be meta. And then be lit and make bring up a legit point against your own series. Uh, meanwhile, back at the tank that they cut in half, uh, the samurai police are investigating. And uh, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> clean that <laughs> law and samurai SVU mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. samurai victims unit. Uh, in any case, they uh, they decide to go to the princess castle and be like, "Yeah, we found this this tank that's just cut clean in half. We got to find." whoever this is, uh, and they connect to Princess Sa, who tells them, is like, oh, that must have been the samurai that picked up An's uh, fucking locker ball. So uh, they go get on. They're making flower arrangements in the princess training class. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, I mean, do the flowers do things? <laughs> This is what Ino did in Naruto. This was her job. Like, her family owned a flower shop. Does Kishimoto go outside? <laughs> like, does he go, like, on the internet, or does he just stay in his house and write comics? And I'm then, sure he's had time to go outside. It's been how many years since Naruto? You <laughs> said last. You said he has a family? Yes. <laughs> I bet. Uh, we're going in a circle, man. Uh, <laughs> in any case. Oh, but, uh, you know. All the other princesses' flowers are beautiful, except for Anne's, which is gross. But she's like, "This is is this how you do it?" And everybody's like, "No." It looks pretty cool for what it's worth. I like it. She's. It looks like Victory Bell. It does yeah. look like Victory Bell. Holy shit! Yeah, the Pokemon. Anne <laughs> makes Victory Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, they pick her up. Is like someone picked up your goddamn samurai, uh, your uh, locker ball. So, uh, we gotta go find him. Yeah, which is which. Now that I put more thought into that, it's like their chastity belt or something like that. Well, it doesn't. Well, it, it seems like it doesn't fucking matter who because they're their connected, ball. right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, oh, all right, I, you lost. That's, like, that's what of, it seems like, right? Oh, you lost your your, your chastity belt, and whoever finds it gets 
gets you. Yeah, that's like, why. Uh, that's pretty much why they were like not happy about it last week. And because she's they were just like, like whatever. <laughs> that's why. They, that's why they were not happy about it last week. Is like, what if this guy's fat? <laughs> and she's just like, oh, whatever. You know? Oh boy. But uh, yeah, lucky enough, it's not. It's Hachimaru, uh, so she doesn't have to deal with potentially a bad person well he does have a limp sword at the moment yeah well it's stabbing into his fucking cortex frontal lobe when he yeah like we cut back to uh to hachi and them training and um the sword is just stuck in into his skull into his tryon body head yes that's exactly <laughs> what this is and i dig it i like that yeah i'm not mad at it because you know it leaves uh room for a lot more like gorish type scenarios yeah. but it's not real because they're just robot bodies yeah, yeah you can't have like a samurai series with kids because then you gotta cut someone <laughs> someone something's gotta get cut off bro. Yeah. that was the brilliant thing that world trigger did is that like so get around the the gore because they theoretically they're chopping their heads in half regularly regularly uh, just just tearing each other tearing each other apart i feel like that's something an editor came to him with is like yeah this is great but this is a lot of gore. And he's yeah, like, oh, they're fake bodies now. And so you know this is Shonen Jump, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are, this is the uh, the five-year-old to 14-year-old demographic, I imagine. <laughs> or 18, I don't know, whatever. But anyway, uh, yeah, it doesn't work because his body is, the only way to destroy a body, I don't know, is to destroy the key, key? who knows. Um, he tries to summon the armor off of uh, Hayataro, but it's too big for him. Like he missed... He misforms it, so it's just r- like a big old tank thing. There's a mark of a key in the middle. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like a key. Yeah, maybe that's not what it actually is, but it, sh- it sure does look like it. Yeah, it does. They are key samurai, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's that when uh, the samurai cop uh, comes in with An, and uh, as the armor comes off of Hachimaru, he gets a look at his first at his princess. Uh, and, yeah, they basically meet. Uh, the chapter ends somewhere in space where uh, this this woman says, I finally found him. Next is your term. Ata, will you bring him here? I assume it, he doesn't have to be in one piece. No, he doesn't. Yeah, just confirms. Direct, no. No, kill him. <laughs> no, body back. It's fine. Yeah, so we got a villain coming up, an actual samurai villain. The guy that had your, um, Hachimaru's father fucking sh- uh, vexed. <laughs> yeah, just hmm, shaking in his yeah. boots. He looks cool. I like yeah, his design. Yeah, 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 and he has yeah. a dragon holder. He's got four cool. swords. It's pretty lit. Yeah, and his holder is a dragon. Or like a snake. It's like a Medusa type No, it thing. looks like the Kaido dragon, you know? It's like a... Yeah? It looks like Shenron. It's like wrapped up, though. It yeah, it's like a long dragon. You know how Shenron looks from Dragon Ball Z? Oh, wow. That's fire. Yeah, I'm into it. Damn. All right. Whatever, man. A cat's going to... F- hmm. you seen the guns he had, bro. Yeah, he's going to... Come on. <laughs> he's going to be like... Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. But anyway. Body bag. Come that on. was Samurai Easy 8. I'm glad they're finally thrown into gear. Things are starting to get moving. We're getting our first real antagonist. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm excited to see what yeah. happens next. Everything's going to be great, except for like when female characters play a <laughs> role in the story. I yeah. mean, who knows? Maybe she'll have something to do that isn't something devastatingly sad. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was uh, Samurai 8. I'm looking at the bright side here. I'm trying to be positive. 
we got our fi- first antagonist. Shit's about to get real, and Kishimoto shines in these moments. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, Brian Boss, please hit that randomizer for me. Spider Man. Is that the next Spiderman? <laughs> is that the next bar? Like, or is it the same? Oh yeah, it's the same. It's uh, no, it's the second bar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, what was it? Sp- Spider Man. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Amazing Spider Man number twenty four. Um, this is a kind of a one and done uh, issue. Still more build up to what's going on here. I didn't. I'm glad it's a one and done because I did not read it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well. Uh, it starts off with uh, Mary Jane and Peter being all romantical uh, somewhere. Yeah, they're chilling in a web bed, making out, you know, yeah, making regular out. Standard shit. Spider-Man 3 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he Peter is reflecting on uh, what happened in, in Hunted and... Uh, Nobody died. His visions of... Except for Craven. <laughs> and a bunch of <laughs> animal-themed villains got murdered. Nobody that we know or can name right now. Oh, R.I.P. Gibbon. Mr. Gibbon. I love you, Gibbon. Yeah. R.I.P. to Yasuda down, too. Also, yeah. We got to say that every episode. Every episode. We forgot last time, but sorry. Mm-hmm. One love, Don. Uh, we're, uh, he's also reflecting on the visions of Mary Jane being brutally murdered. Uh, Reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile. Oh, shit. My uh, comicsology just shit it out. Okay. Meanwhile. Oh. No. Oh, What's your man's happened? Chris is having. Technical, technical difficulties. Technical oh, difficulties. Uh, let me see if I can fix Look this. here, we're right there. Oh, thank you. Um, all right. So, meanwhile, back at uh, some prison, uh, Mysterio is being uh, Mysterio's in therapy, just uh, in full costume. Yeah. Uh, just uh, regaling his, uh, his therapist with tales of um, of how he fucked over Spider-Man and, uh, and Daredevil various times, but lost. Um, you know, initially I thought that this psychiatrist was terrible by just even enabling him to like bring this suit in. But at the same time, I wouldn't tell this nigga anything what to do. So, uh, (laughs) I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and apparently I didn't, I didn't know this happened, but apparently Mysterio was dead for a time and was resurrected somehow. Did Daredevil kill him? I don't know. He killed himself after Daredevil. Apparently discovered him. He killed himself instead of going to prison. Whoa. Yeah. Some some real G shit. <laughs> you ain't I, taking me. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. Uh, in any case, he uh, and apparently he what resurrected him. I don't know. was a demon of sorts, which I guess is the caterpillar guy or the centipede guy. Uh, I didn't. I guess he's a new villain because. I didn't know he was a he wasn't a new villain. I thought he was supposed Centipede to be Centipede Revival God. Yeah. Um Yeah, so the therapist is trying to convince him that it, this shit wasn't real, that he never even really died. Uh that all of this stuff is in his head. And uh that's when uh this and at the same time, uh Peter is having these nightmares. Uh he seems to be able to see whatever the centipede guy can see, which is strange. They're like linked somehow. As uh, the centipede bursts into uh, Mysterio's therapy session, and the therapist just walks the fuck out. Just, oh God! Uh, yeah, well, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, later, Mysterio. And um, that's when uh, the centipede guy comes in, and he starts, uh, you know, telling him is like, uh, well, this is, 
this is where he basically says, "Just like you sounded pretty rough. I know what it feels like to have some, uh, like you have a secret, something you have bottled up inside. What you, what that, what that can do to you. But you really were in hell, Quentin. The flames are, were around you, and I was the one who pulled you back up. I was your benefactor, your new employer, and um, and uh, is he pimping Mysterio out right now? No, worse. Uh, he is straight up murders Mysterio. <laughs> For what? I don't know. He just does. Maybe he's going to turn him into Centipede Mysterio. Yeah, oh, last... my God. That's so fucking terrifying. The thing man. he said, the last thing he says to him is like, but what kind of boss would it be if I didn't look after your well-being? So, sure, if it helps you somehow, go ahead, say my name. <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, just whisper it. <laughs> whisper it. <laughs> he's mad thirsty. And then he just kills him for some reason. Did he say it? Did he say his name? Uh, we know his name by the end, but we don't hear him say it. But um, does Mysterio say his name? Yeah, I... Wait, let me see. Yeah, he does say it. He whispers it. Oh, my God. He couldn't hold it down. Yeah, then he kills him. And then Centipede looks up, and uh, he starts talking to Peter. He's like, I hope you feel responsible watching a man die. And doing nothing, and I'm like, fuck. Whoa. Yeah. Well, he said, while you're snoozing, I'm out here smoking your favorite villains. Yeah, he says, see, the thing is, I'm not ready for you to know who I am yet. Not yet. You still got to guess my name, because once you do, Pete, it'll just be me and you, like it should have been all along. Is that? Though I guess I could give you something to work with, if only to avoid getting one of your dumb nicknames. So for now, how about dot dot dot? And then we cut to Peter just waking up. Wait, wait, wait. Is uh, we don't know. Think, wait, we don't know who he is. He doesn't reveal who he really is at the end. But uh, Peter wakes up and he confesses that he saw uh, MJ get like he he confesses his vision. He's like, I saw you get killed. I got a vision, and now I keep seeing this shit happen to other people. And uh, he says that this guy call, told him to call him Kindred. Kindred. Yeah. Who is this guy? We don't know yet. Uh, apparently, he's a brand new villain. Uh, this issue was chilling as hell. Uh, I hope that's not Gwen Stacy. No, no, they, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, would it? They, they've pulled this before. Uh, so like they pulled a Gwen Stacy esque thing before. Um, so mm. uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it being Gwen. Yeah, yeah, they did with the uh, uh, the. Um, they did it a long time ago. Um, uh, wasn't it in that clone conspiracy shit they had? Yeah, they did. They did a Gwen Stacy thing. It would be cheap if it was. I wouldn't like it if it were a Gwen Stacy. Only because he said he was mine or something like that. I thought it was just her being, yeah, hella thirsty. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this person. We'll see. Kindred. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, this was a really good issue. Very chilling. Uh, it set the stage for what's to come. Uh, especially since Peter's got so much work to do cleaning out the MTA. He's got a... Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. Don't forget this. Thousands of these dirty-ass vermin creatures. Yeah, apparently vermin was a big character in the first Craven storyline that this is that Hunted was a sequel to. Uh, so, very, uh, very cool. So that's his best friend? Makes sense. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was Spider-Man. Uh, if you're not picking up this run, do it. It's pretty good. Um, but anyway, uh, Brian Boss, let's hit that random manga, uh, manga randomizer pretty hard. The random monger. Yeah. The Promised Neverland. Oh, 
yeah, The Promised Neverland, chapter 139. Don and Gilda fuck up. Nah, just kidding. It's actually uh, uh, chapter 139, Demon Search, part two. Um, we pick off where we last left off. Uh, the Aishi? Aishi? Aish. Aish? Aish finds out that, uh, that Don and Gilda are looking to protect uh, Sonju and Mujika. And uh, they're shocked that they that she actually understands their language. And uh, in so many words, we get a little bit of flashback to uh, Aishi's uh, backstory. Uh, they mentioned earlier that she was held by a demon and uh, Norman's demon killing squad rescued her as a baby or a child or a young child. Um, and uh, that's uh, apparently that's only partially qu- like half true. Uh, she was being kept by a demon, but it was just kind of... Uh, it was an ugly demon, like his body was falling apart because these demons, if they don't eat humans, uh, they start to fall apart and devolve into the demons that live in the forest, the really gross ones. Yeah, half his face was fucked up. Yeah, so he just hasn't been... It, it, it doesn't matter what he ate, no matter what, he would just always start devolving. So uh, he pretty much just steals a baby. Well, because he sees that she had half of her face fucked up too. Yeah, so it's like not a, as severe as his, but you know, he basically I guess enough. To he make works him, at this baby factory where there's a conveyor belt of babies. Yes, these are trash babies, yeah. like <laughs> leftover ones, <laughs> dead just, ass. Yeah, and it's, it's literally a Lucy, I love Lucy style conveyor belt where there's like a bunch of babies at a time. Yes, and they're just, I guess they're, they're all like, Wah. they're literally Going stuffing them into belt. boxes. It seems sheesh, and uh, I guess shipping them out, which is whew, dark. Uh, it's very yeah. I mean, they eat humans. They're, this is, yeah, but this know. is like weird. <laughs> yeah, it's also kind of goofy that they're just babies on conveyor belts. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty goofy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, like this. That, the series does it well, man. They balance that like that goofiness with the <laughs> super serious, and 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 then they also have this subtlety with the very obvious in your face. Crazy. That's the that's the weird thing, man. I don't think they intended this to be as goofy as it is. Maybe I don't know. I I didn't. You know, I glanced over it. I didn't really think twice. About exactly. It, to be honest. It's so subtle <laughs> that they really meant it to just be like, yeah, they're just on conveyor belts. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. That's their monster. You know, hey, that's how they get down. That was a nine to five. <laughs> Literally, his nine to five. So yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy just this demon dude just plicks. <laughs> he just like bloop. steals ice off the line and just stashes her somewhere. <laughs> he puts it her in a box. Maybe right oh, next in to another his box next to him. <laughs> and there's no cameras at this factory. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Apparently, he gave into the te- into temptation. Apparently, these demons can just steal babies without without impunity because he just takes his baby. But he was acting like it was a big deal. Yeah, and he never gets caught. Because uh, he takes her home, and he feels super guilty about stealing this baby. And he's like, should I eat it? And then he looks at his baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest demon that's ever lived. Nah, man. It's, it's, this, this guy has the biggest heart, the biggest yeah. demon heart in the world. But he's such a goober. He's just like, fuck, I just stole a baby. I don't know if I should eat it. <laughs> what am I going to do with a human? <laughs> And then he just looks at her. He's like, "Well, I'll just think of her as one of the dogs." <laughs> at uh, least he ain't eat her, I guess. <laughs> and then he just raises her. He raises her as her own child, as his own child, uh, which is sweet. And then he gets murdered by the baghead uh, demon killer dude. Yeah, he gets hacked up. 
Yeah. Yo, he took a knife straight to the fucking face. And uh, Aish finds him dead on the floor, and she's just terrified of the humans that came to save her. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, not the twist I was expecting. Uh, so, uh, basically, they ask, back in the present, Don and Gilder ask her, like, why did you keep this language? Everyone thinks you only speak demon. And she's like, the reason I kept it from them is because I hate these motherfuckers. They killed my dad. Yeah. He raised her. No. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not, uh, they're not cool. So, she's just going to help them. Uh, she's going to help them save Sanju and Mujika. And uh, that's pretty cool. Not what I expected. Yeah, and that explains, not at all. She it was explains why real she gangster was, with the sniper. Yeah, it's, it explains why she couldn't kill that demon before. Oh, did not think about that. Okay. Yeah. This is a good arc. Yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't think I would. two in, right? Hmm. And who would have guessed? Don and Gilda. Don and Gilda. <laughs> I thought their time was pretty much done with this series. Yeah, right? Like, that's it. They're just these guys that are there that also can lead when the big boys aren't around. Yeah. You know, one of those. Yeah. So they basically bring Aish, Aish whatever the fuck her name is, to their or to her side. Uh, and meanwhile, Hayate is a, tra- is a real traitor. <laughs> it's just like, well, not a traitor. He's doing his job. But he was the one who was supposed to keep an eye on them. And he's got a whole mob of these mutant Hulk children. Yeah, a, a literally mob up deep. There's more than 10 of them, probably. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going there's on. way more probably than necessary, to be honest. But whatever. I, I, I understand. Yeah. This shit ain't a game, you know? It's, it's fucking war. Yeah, they asked, uh, they, they asked uh, Aish if she had any orders from Norman to kill Sanju Mujika, and she hadn't. Nope. But uh, Hayato was basically... The scout, the the scout. So he's supposed to inform these this mob of fucking badasses that if they find them, they're they're gonna kill them. So ooh, conflict up ahead. Yeah. Uh this was really good. Uh surprisingly. Somebody got a bandana on their face. <laughs> it's Kakashi. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna probably pull a jutsu or something. <laughs> uh yeah, this is very good. Uh turned around on me. Promise Neverland has been like up and down in quality since they left Gracefield, but I'm glad. Yeah, I I'm glad they kind of they've never been terrible. Never been terrible. <laughs> Maybe a little boring, but never terrible. Yeah, always readable, but you know, and, and there's moments like this that make it really interesting. Uh, I'm glad they could still like surprise us. You know what I mean? Yo, so she really is a gangster though. Aish, aish, with the dogs. Yeah. She's Halle Berry from John Wick 3. Yo, I hope she kills at least three of these big baby monsters. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty fucking crazy. (laughs) I don't think they're going to like... I don't think they're going to really get it popping like that. Well, I don't know. She hates these people, so... She does. And those guys are really looking like fodder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Again, Hulk creatures, look what they got on. Not a one-piece suit. Yeah. This has been a big Hulk week. Bro, it just happened like that. There's been a lot of hulks. Holy shit. I didn't even go into this thinking that. But my nigga is so clean. Like <laughs> I am not gonna let that go, man. Are we still on uh are we still on Redestro? Yes, Redestro. That's exactly who I was talking about. Uh, but anyway, that was promised Neverland. Uh yeah. Moving on. Uh Brian Boss. Smack that randomizer up. Um the computer's catching up. Oh, jeez. Oh, gee. Oh, we gotta, we gotta. Oh, there you go. 
Detective Comics. Whoa, Detective Comics, uh, number one thousand and six. Uh, I like this one. Uh, this is this is a brand new arc coming off of that whack ass Arkham Knight shit. Um, and it's a focus on the Spectre, which is cool. We don't get a lot of the Spectre. Uh, we start off with uh, two detectives in Gotham City, uh, Jim Corrigan and his partner, Tony. Fat Tony. <laughs> Fat Tony. And they're called to investigate a murder. Uh, this guy was just shot execution style. And then they get jumped by these seemingly Spectre fanatics. Yeah, like they're not the real Spectres. Yeah. However, the real Spectre yeah, pulls up out of, what's this guy's name? After they murder Tony. <laughs> After they murder Fat Tony, they uh, Jim Corrigan, uh, the Spectre, shoots out of Jim Corrigan's body and starts wrecking these people. This is like straight up murders them with handguns, literal handguns that appear on his fingers. Like every one of his fingers shoots bullets. Oh, that's what's happening. Yeah. A lot of this was confusing. Yeah, the art is uh, a little weird here and there, but uh, it's it fits the tone of the story. Yeah, I don't hate. I like the character art. The stuff that was happening around was kind of, eh, mm-hmm. you know. So okay, I, I all right. So the Spectre did that to. Yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. The Spectre is the spirit of vengeance. If you guys don't know, he's essentially like an OP ghostwriter of the DCU. Uh, he he's the what? He's like an even more OP ghostwriter. Ghostwriter? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Spectre. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's so OP and all of that, but how they snatch him from right under him? Well, Jim Corrigan isn't. Like, they, they share a body. Yes. But Jim Corrigan is separate from him, so he's just a yeah. regular guy. Yeah, and he he's just so houses. OP. Isn't he? The Spectre is literally, like, one of the top three head honchos of the entire DC universe, right? Well, while he was distracted murdering everyone else, of a whole group of people. He's not omnipotent. He can't. He can't, he's well, just, yeah, apparently. <laughs> he's not a, he's kind of, he's like one of them loose gods where he's not like God, God, but he can't. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. A whole lot of those. Look, man, I DC, don't make the man. rules. No, I'm not criticizing you <laughs> or even this comic too much. It's just that, I don't know. They snatched a regular human person. And they seem right to be Spectre. That's not impressive at all. They seem to be like Spectre experts, so they know how to get one on him, I guess. I guess. All right. Uh, I'll accept it. But in any case, uh, we cut to Batman fucking up some ninjas as Batman do. Yeah, no. Yeah, routine shit. Hold that to your face. Smack the gun out of his hand. Crack his fucking arm. And then Alfred call- gives him a call and he's like, hey, there's been a murder on uh, Bailey and Flesher. Go out and check that out. And then as he scowls through the rooftops of Gotham, a uh, giant specter is walking through Gotham City and uh, appears in front of Batman. And he's like, "Hey, bud, I need your fr- I need your help. I have come for you, Batman. There will be blood. Is the name of this issue, by the way? Yes, that's the name of this arc. That's right. This and there has mini- been blood already by this point. <laughs> There's been a lot of blood. Uh, in any case, uh, yeah, Batman is like not happy to see the Spectre. <laughs> uh, he's like, fuck, I don't want to see you anymore." Probably because he knows he's done mad shiesty shit in his past. Yeah, no, nobody is really a fan of the Spectre. Whenever he shows up, shit tends to be messy as hell. So he's not thrilled. Um, so, you know, Batman tries to escape his grasp, and he's like, well, I guess I've got to take down the Spectre now. And the Spectre's like, yoink, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's a, that's a cool negative. Let me come down to your perspective. <laughs> Let me come down to your... <laughs> 
to your level real quick and spit spit these spit this science to you. Uh, <laughs> give you the deal. <laughs> yeah, he comes out. He's like, uh, basically, I need your help. Uh, this guy was kidnapped. He doesn't tell him exactly why, but he's like, uh, there's been a murder at uh, Bailey and Fletcher, and but they took my friend. <laughs> Batman's like, yeah, hey, I know there was a murder. I was on my way. Yeah, like, I'm fucking bad. Tell me something I don't know, kid. You think a murder happens in Gotham City and I don't know it? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm the first person to know. <laughs> like, he said it after the fact. That was so immature. Like, just listen to what this guy has to say. He's a fucking <laughs> specter. <laughs> like, you had to. Yeah, it was on my way. <laughs> All right, Batman's guy. the only one who could be mad petty toward a god. <laughs> yeah, if the specter ever never rolled his eyes before, he did that <laughs> time, for sure. There's a murder on Fletcher and Bailey. Oh, is there? <laughs> So uh, he teleports them over to Fletcher and Bailey where the police are already like uh, putting up a crime scene. Uh, Batman is just looking at all the murders. He instantly just kind of diagnoses everything. It's like, uh, to- Fat Tony's dead. <laughs> Damn. Come on, Fat he- Tony. <laughs> we thought it was a sandwich. It was going to bring you down. But yeah, right? <laughs> fucking cholesterol. But it was a fucking cultist. Come on, Tony. Jeez. And then uh, the original murder they were investigating is like execution style. Neil did shot. And then he notices the pure carnage that Spectre left. <laughs> He's like, yeah. what the fuck? They're, they're not exactly clear. Like, if there's blood still, like, maybe hanging from, like, above. It's both blood and real skin. It's gross. Yeah, but it's still falling down. Like, literally, this guy has, like, an umbrella. Oh. <laughs> uh, does he? Yeah, look. Oh, yeah, he does. Ew. It's falling down still. Jesus, so did the Jim. specter make it like, did he put like their their insides inside of a cloud in that spot? Oh, or yeah. Batman is... mentions that he uh, well, he instantly knows that the specter did this. Yeah, he was like, there's no way, man. But he, he pretty <laughs> much says, like, by doing this to their bodies, you've pretty much destroyed all the evidence. <laughs> like, you're really going to take the specter to jail? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that no, well, no. All jokes aside, it you know it's super messy. So yeah. whatever print or, or accidental stuff that could have fell over, and now everyone's DNA's everywhere. Yeah, uh, and Spectre is just like, well, there's a cop that's been taken, so help me, peace, and he disappears. Um. Meanwhile, Batman just pulls off a piece of the skin, I guess, off of the wall, and he's like, I'm gonna do my detective stuff. Uh, and then we cut to the end. Uh, the issue ends with uh, Corrigan just laying on a weird cult thing and a bunch of the cultists surrounding him just repeating uh, the host must die long live the host. Uh, this was really cool. Uh, it feels like a real detective issue, which is cool. There's not a lot of these. Uh, there's not a lot of like Batman stories that focuses him on him as a detective and what better series to do that than detective comics. So. Very into it. It's already leagues ahead of Arkham Knight, so that's not saying much at all, bro. I mean, but even so, it's still very good. I really like it. Yeah. This is what this should have been the first arc, honestly. You know, when I first read this, I was it, just meh. M e h capital M capital E lowercase h meh. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But now after rereading this, I guess it's a little interesting. You know, yeah. the Spectre is actually really scared right now, and it looks like they're trying to like get rid of the specter via his host via, yeah his host this is yeah. jim corrigan right yeah 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 the specter needs a host i guess i don't think he's uh known to have existed without one so i wonder if this is their way of knocking the specter out of play no he wasn't there in doomsday clock 
Well, he's not there for a lot of things. Uh, Come on, Doctor Fucking Manhattan. He he deserves to pay for all of that. <laughs> the shit he did. Yeah, but he's all. But Doctor Manhattan is also God. Yeah, but so is the Spectre. Oh, no, he's a loose god. I'm yeah, sorry. He My very, bad. He's not on that tier. Yeah. He, I don't think he's on Manhattan's tier. But, yeah, that was Detective Comics. Uh, forget that Arkham shit. Pick it up from now if you haven't yet, because this is a good place to start. Um, Brian Boss, the randomizer, if you please. <laughs> Oh, you're playing the whole thing now. <laughs> One piece. Whoa, finally. Nice. Chapter 946. Lin Lin. Queen versus Olin. I don't know why they titled it that. It's not a match. It's not a versus. Yeah. This is... It wasn't just, it was hardly a confrontation. Yeah, we pick off where we left last off last week where Olin is, Big Mom is just wrecking Queen's life right now. Now, let's be, let's get exact to the point. She, we, we, we continue with her burying this dinosaur fucking head into the concrete (laughs) while he's just like, what? (laughs) I can't believe this is happening to me right now. Yeah, he is. He just got, He's basically yelling at her. He's like, do you have any idea who I am? And then he's, she's still just swinging him around. Easy. Uh, Easy. Tosses him. GG. Yeah. Um, Killer and Eustace Kid are also sweat, set free by the commotion. Um, Big Mom is essentially just like looking for her food. And uh, Oh. Yeah. But uh, we cut away from that for a minute to uh, cut to... Uh, uh, Rizo, he's running through the uh, the officer tower, the exp- excavation labor camp, and uh, we basically get a little glimpse of their plan. Him and uh, him and Karabo have planned to take out their communication signal so they can't get in contact with the outside world. Essentially, using uh, the world of One Piece telecommunications has upgraded. <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, in this world, people communicate through their, their phones are snails. Uh, live snails. <laughs> yeah, they're live snails uh, that can signal each other through radio waves. Yes. <laughs> and uh, in One Piece now, currently, there are there are smart cell- sm- snails now. Everyone has a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, their plan is to take out the boss snail, which is essentially the cell tower <laughs> of these snails. Okay, I don't... I think... Okay. <laughs> Now, Brian. Okay. Um, before, before you say anything, <laughs> I'm stunned right now. This is one of the sillier aspects of One Piece <laughs> that still exists. Of uh, he loves animals. That I just you have to understand that yeah. he will put animals in any situation he can. <laughs> this is true. You just gotta accept it, man. Okay, is the boss snail much larger than the? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like a lot larger. Yes, he's the boss yes. character snail. So there's no way that you could carry him on your person. No, not he's like a cell not, tower. Well, we don't know how he but is. He's like as big as a cell tower. We don't know how he mm. how he compares know. to scale. We haven't okay. we don't know found the, the actual one yeah. yet. They're looking for it right now. Okay, there's just one or there's multiple? There is one boss snail for this for area. For Wano, yeah. Oh, okay. Or at least this the area of Wano. Oh, okay. So if you take out this one, you pretty much cut off their communication to the outside of the excavation camp. It's implied okay. that the boss snail is significantly larger. 
than the said cell phone snails. I, <laughs> it's at least larger than their regular snails. And like, is there is there a difference in the snails that people have? Like, do people have like different noticeably different well, snails? Or are they all the, just kind of look snail, like one snail? No, because every snail is custom to look kind of like the character who owns and is talking through the snail. Oh shit! I'm kind of. I don't know this. how that happens. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> these are live snails. Like these aren't robots. Yeah, right. It's great because but they, like, they're they custom live snails. Yeah, they're yes, custom and made. They take the shape of. And like, what is what does that mean by like radio waves? So you talk to the snail. The snail talks to the other snail. Yeah, pretty much. Projects your voice. Or yes. Is it, okay. And there's no like tec- a phone. Is there no texting? So it works like a phone. There is no f- texting. No. Okay. There's what's no the, texting. What's the app situation here? There's no apps. Okay, but you just get a snail that looks like you. It's like the equivalent, you know, they just got these. It's okay. like when the razors came out. Do they you ring? couldn't do much with the razors. Do they ring, <laughs> do they ring or when you talk? They yes, just, they, they ring. Talk. Oh, yes, you go they go butter, 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 butter. What? In the anime, they go butter, 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 butter. In the voice ring. of like the, the, right? Like in the I don't tone know if of it's, the character. I, I don't know about that. I don't know if they'd ring in the tone of the character, but when you talk to them, it's your voice coming through the snail's mouth. Well, that's pretty... Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm back into that. <laughs> cool. I wish sure. I had. A, I wish I had a snail that looked like me. Yeah. yeah right. It's a pen well, and a cell phone all in one. Well, let me know. tell you. Let me tell you something, Brian. If you owned one of these phones, it would. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you for enlightening me. Yeah. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. anytime. <laughs> Whenever you have a question about One Piece, I am the expert. <laughs> So I still had them to this day. <laughs> to this day. Chiming on in. Um anyway. So yeah, that's their plan. And uh we cut back to uh Big Mom and stuff. They finally give her the food that she's always wanted, the Oshiruko. Uh and mm. she opens it and it's fucking empty. Why? Because Luffy ate all of her food. And it infuriates her. If you know Big Mom, this is a big fucking problem for you because if you eat her food, she's gonna wreck your life. And she yeah. is one of the strongest characters in this series thus far. Without a doubt. So she immediately goes to attack Luffy, not remembering who he is, by the way. They have faced off before, but because she has amnesia, she doesn't necessarily remember who he is. So she's just fucking him up, or at least attempting to. Yeah, he hears us. He says out loud that he ate the rest of it. Not, I, you know, he's he's a because full Luffy's on a retard. Fucking idiot. Yeah. So you know, regular shit. Yeah, Luffy. The only reason she knows is because Luffy outright confesses to her. Without any, he's he does it with a smile on his face, no remorse. Even so, he's just like, man, I wish there was more. Very matter of fact, yeah. So yeah, she's just trying to wreck his life, and um, uh, Hyogoro's uh, necklace that explodes if he tries to take it off starts to get activated, and Luffy uses his hockey much like Rayleigh when he was first introduced. He uses his Rayleigh to rip off the necklace before it explodes, which is development. What's Rayleigh? Remember uh, the Pirate King dude that trained him. Yeah. Remember, oh, remember when he was introduced, like, Kami had the thing on her neck, and he removed it before it exploded? What is that ability? Hockey. But, oh, you're saying he did something similar. Yeah, he did this exact same thing when he was very first introduced to Luffy. When he first came on to the, when they were in the slave auction, he showed up, and uh, he freed Kami from one of these very same necklaces that explode if you try to escape from it. Using hockey. So Luffy's learning. But he already knew how to use hockey. Well, not to this, this extent. This is a different because type is, of... What, did he suppress the signal from exploding? No, uh, it's... 
I don't know. It's I know it's related to hockey because they mentioned it when Rayleigh did it. Well, for sure. I mean, his hand went black and everything. You know, like I know he's using hockey, but they were talking about using a different form of it. Remember, he was training something where you don't have to make contact um, necessarily. Yeah, it could have been that, like because yeah. he destroys the necklace. So yeah, maybe yeah. Some, there's we'll an explanation. Extra, yeah. yeah, Hyogoro is even surprised that he actually used it. He actually managed to do it. So Luffy's learning, yay! Oh, he's more than surprised, bro. He's like, yeah, uh, I gotta see that shit again. So much to the fact that I'm gonna put both of our lives in danger just to witness it again. Yeah, and then Luffy goes right. Uh, Big Mom appears right behind Yogoro, and Luffy stands up to her, and he's like, "Well, time to test this whole power thing out to see how much I've improved." And uh, I guess next week is gonna be. Luffy versus Big Mom. I don't imagine her going down next week, but no, not at all. But it's probably gonna. It's gonna be. It would be a cool fight if they drew it out a little bit. It, yeah, you know, if he can, if he can spar with her. Yeah, that's a huge development. Yeah, because there's still like two weeks before, or like of, or at least one more week before they're supposed to face off with Kaido. As far as like their time, right? Yeah, because okay. they they plan to do it when this fire festival happens. And not the one that happened here. This is another fire festival. <laughs> Shout out to Ja Rule. Kaido, even Kaido can do a fire festival better than Ja Rule can. Uh, but uh, in any case, uh, yeah, should be ex- interesting. This was a very fun chapter. Uh, good, good to get some final like plot pro- progression in the series. Uh, now it's, I feel like we're going to finally kick it into gear. Uh, I feel like they're going to do this. They're going to escape. And then there's going to be a little bit more of a training period so Luffy can get more trained before he fights Kaido. Mm. Uh, super stoked, though. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with this arc, actually, because a lot of things have subverted my expectations anyway. Bro, it's one piece. I just <laughs> That's the best part about it. Every week, he's just like, I'm ready. Hit me with whatever. Before, I used to criticize it and get, catch an attitude and shit and not <laughs> be on board. But now, I'm just like, bring it. Bring me all the animal bullshit. <laughs> bring me... All this plot <laughs> twist and and right out of nowhere type shit, but actually was from weeks ago. But, yeah, but honestly, it was in one little panel. Yeah, One Piece and will it build was this something guy up. That's not important, but he's super important now. All of that, I'm ready for it. One Piece will bring up shit from seven years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, "Ha ha! Didn't think that this would be a thing." Yeah, this guy, very centrifugal to this. Uh, <laughs> that's, I don't think that's. What this I, mean. <laughs> I think I said it wrong, but <laughs> centrifugal. <laughs> <laughs> Central. Uh <laughs> Listen. I love it. That's how serious it is, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> you gotta add extra syllables to a word. Uh anyway. Yeah. Well, that was one piece. Very fun. Uh can't wait for next week. Uh Brian Ball say that next random hustle. <laughs> Action Comics. Yay! <laughs> you actually found it. Holy shit. Uh Action Comics 1012. Uh this a lot this is like a a tie-in to uh Leviathan. Uh I don't think Superman's anywhere in this issue. It's more like how the effects of Superman not being around and having to face Leviathan have affected things in Metrop. Oh yeah, Superman does appear. I forgot about this scene cuz it was weird. Well, he's in at the beginning, but you know, I what I like is that they're they're really like lining up with the Superman comic where because he is out in space with John, right? And they're doing things. Yeah, 
Um, meanwhile, it, uh, we start with uh, these criminals in Metropolis that are just like, Superman's not around. Let's fuck shit up while he's gone. Oh, they're like, oh, don't say Superman. Are we, <laughs> we, I might have to kill you. Mm-hmm. We'll don't call him Big Blue. Big Blue. Superman is not a giant, okay? But, but he's a big boy. Yeah. He would be a pretty good center, I imagine. <laughs> uh, in any case... Uh, we cut back to the Fortress of Solitude where Lois and Clark just finished fucking. Uh, yeah. Because they still fuck. Uh, this art. They're the perfect marriage, you the, know. The art is like solid for this issue, except for this scene. Yeah, their faces <laughs> look so. Because Superman dumb. looks terrifyingly hideous. Dude, this. look at Lois Lane right there. Look Jesus at this. Christ. Look at that Superman. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. He does not look good. He looks like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a little baby face, <laughs> yeah. but like an adult head. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> Zero facial hair. How the fuck does he do it? He lasers his, that's how he shapes. He uses his heat vision to laser off his fucking hair. Wow. That's next level. He has a mirror. He holds it up to wherever he wants to at a certain angle, and he uses his heat vision on the glass. Wait, Josh is looking at me right now. Nah, that's so official, man. Like, I feel like it makes it makes so much sense for like for him. Like, and I didn't I didn't think that there would be so much like backstory into how clean his face is. Yeah. <laughs> and he saves cool. on razors like crazy. I bet. Um. Meanwhile, back at the Daily Planet, uh, Robin Good Goodwin was it? Yeah. La- Red Cloud. Lady. Red Cloud. She's you getting know, some info. The one that beat Superman. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, she basically interviews this lady named Rose, who has a split personality. Uh, where at night she becomes Thorn, a lady who just walks into mafia establishments and beats the shit out of everyone. Uh, yeah, but something happens here, like before they they meet up. Um, I don't know. Her oh yeah, that's like a weird smoke or something. Yeah, that's like a weird thing that happens at the Daily Planet. And I'm not really sure what the hell the point is. Like, they're, yeah, they're saying that they caught Lois Lane making out with Superman, and they're just kind of like writing it off, like, oh. Poor, poor Clark Kent. I don't know if that's supposed to be oh, funny yeah. or a joke or something like that. There's just no one would ever suspect Clark Kent. Yeah, I'm cool with with thinking about it that way. I'm just not sure. If that's no, what no, yeah, they they basically talk about how they they have a picture of Lois making out with Superman, and everybody's just like, "Oh, her poor husband. How could he compete with Superman?" Yeah, uh, and it's it's just weird for for Miss Good's character because she's been built up to be this I mean, really cunning and. Um, I mean, she's acting like this because, you know, she's a real criminal and she doesn't want to let on that she's like a real criminal. So she's just acting weird, but I don't know. I'm it, just saying it's it, pretty would, much like it would a, be weird for her to disregard it and not at least just observe. Oh, like, yeah. She's the right cloud. She could be anywhere. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. I guess the whole thing about this is that they're supposed to imply that she's maybe not as in control as her inner powers as she seems. Yeah. Because uh, her hand turns raw. into the cloud. So... You know, there's a little rough around the edges there. But back to this Rose lady. Uh, she basically just interviews this lady about how she's beating the shit out of mafia dudes and the police are just looking the other way because she is beating the shit out of mafia dudes that Superman isn't paying attention to. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, apparently she, uh, the issue ends with Leviathan walking up to her and is like, want to help me change the world? Yeah, that is how it ends, huh? Yeah. Uh decent issue overall. Uh I like how inclusive this is. And I I mean, I don't know. I 
I guess I haven't seen Leviathan. No, Leviathan has influenced like a lot of the other DC comics, right? Uh, just not the Flash because they're in their year one. I don't know if it's influenced a lot yet because it just started. So I don't know how many tie-ins there are going to be. Has there been anything said, mentioned about it in Wonder Woman? I know you've been um, reading that. No, I uh, I'm I haven't I didn't read the last one, but she's doing her own thing. Um, mm. I don't know how much it's going to influence because I feel like even Leviathan is going to be is part of the year of the villain thing as a whole, too. Like, okay. you know, what? it wasn't even mentioned in Batman either. It's about to. About Bane it. is supposed to get a lot of help from Lex. Uh, More help? Jeez, yeah, dude, he's already wrecked Batman's existence. Yeah, but uh, in any case, yeah, this was cool. Uh, it's just a little place filler. It it really it does fulfill the role of a tie-in, you know, just the tertiary information that you need to know in order, like, to uh, you know, to to supplement the real book that's happening. Yeah. So, pretty good. Um, moving on, uh, Brian Balls, the randomizer, please. Doctor Stone. Whoa, Doctor Stone. This should be our last manga, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we are at Z one hundred and ten Beauty Science. Uh, we pick up where we last left off. Uh, Senku and the rest have escaped. Uh, have escaped uh, the the new inhabitants of the island. Um, and this old guy is just like staring at the tracks, and he's just like, "Find them." But uh, Gen comes up with a brilliant idea that they should make fake tracks while they're around, so they can throw them off. And they take the uh, the mobile lab on the sea and into an underwater cave grotto thingy. So now they have a secret base where they can't be found, which is pretty smart. I guess. I mean, I those caves would be the first place I would look. I mean, if they Personally. even know. <laughs> even if they know they exist, you know? Oh, true. Um, But anyway. Uh, Amaryllis shows up with a bunch of coconuts and stuff. To uh, help beautify Kohaku, because the quest is still going. They made her a dress, but they got to do the rest of the shit. Uh, and they start with her hair. Uh, they they untangle her little rope that makes her ponytail, and uh, it just explodes in Senku's face, and it punches the shit out of him. Yeah, he's so weak right? it can almost <laughs> that even Kohaku's out. hair can wreck his entire existence. Uh, so Senku goes back to the lab, uh, uses the coconut oil plus sodium hydroxide and sulfurina to create shampoo also salt and oil to thicken it up mm. to make shampoo uh they do they they clean her hair up and uh it still doesn't work her hair is still fucking crazy uh and uh then senku further explains how hair works uh which is pretty interesting each strand of hair is wrapped around, wrapped in a cuticle like a mushroom skin kind of like a mushroom skin when you lather it with shampoo, the dirt and the grime gets stripped, but that protected layer gets ragged. And that's why Kohaku takes uh, a bunch of other shit and makes conditioner. He creates conditioner! Uh, <laughs> and then he just goes crazy. He creates foundation and perfume and a lot of shit. And uh, they. Wow, my girlfriend would have loved reading this fucking chapter. Yeah, you should introduce her. This should be the chapter you. Yeah, get right. Into. I'm, I'm gonna take my shot, man. He he legit p- takes all these things and he creates foundation and perfume and lipstick and glitter. Uh, and uh, they start. 
and then they start using all this shit on Kohaku, and it doesn't work because she doesn't well, know Kohaku how to. Kohaku does it herself. <laughs> yeah, she Ko- tries to. Kohaku tries to apply lipstick and makeup on her own, and it doesn't work because she looks. She does not know how to apply these things. She looks like the bride of Chucky in this picture. Yeah, it's that's not the, great. Re- yeah, that's the best way I can put it. But uh, then um, Amaryllis gets in there, and she fixes it. Now Kohaku's super sexy. She looks like Jack Skellington's wife. <laughs> she looks like Sally. Sally, yeah, from Night Before <laughs> Christmas. Jeez. there's something in the wind. Yeah, but then they fix the whole shit up, like you said, and she looks like a regular lady. Yeah, you know, well, one that doesn't look like she's been out in the woods for all her life. Yeah. yeah. So now that now that Kohaku's done, they wonder if they can maybe beautify one of the boys. So they can have a third person with them <laughs> in case shit goes even more wrong. They try Senku, and that doesn't work. Uh, and uh, they try Gen, which works fine, but still she's a little tall probably for the master's liking. Mm. So then, and then they try Soju, Sonju, oh, Soyu, Soyu, Soyu Bean, Soyu's, and they just straight up don't even try with him. He's just like in makeup and a dress. He's like, nope, <laughs> this was a dumb idea. And then they turn to Ginro. And finally, they find something Ginro can be good at. Mm. Looking like a girl. <laughs> so they arrive at the village, all three of them. Kohaku, Amaryllis, and Ginro. I enjoyed this chapter quite a bit. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I liked it a lot. It I think, was cool how they came up with all the makeup and stuff. Yeah, I, I like how Ginro is so useless. That this, is like, this is the only thing you can do for us right Cross now. Cross-dressing in an attempt to infiltrate. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that th- he's going to fall for Ginro pretty aggressively. He, this, he was the prettiest one out of all of them. <laughs> this is going to be like a big old Bugs Bunny cartoon <laughs> where he has oh to pretend God. to be a girl. <laughs> but uh, I'm very into it. Uh, Dr. Stone has been very entertaining. Having a good time. I like how they this little panel here says Ginro as if we didn't fucking know. <laughs> you did, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was Dr. Stone. Uh, Brian Boss, I know what what's last, but hit the randomizer anyway. <laughs> what sound bite you got Gong. Gong. It's a bummer way to end. The, the, the audio cue portion of the show, not... This way to end, I think it's pretty good. Yes. Uh, War of Realms. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. What a way to end, right? This is by chance, man. We didn't really intend for this to be the last one, but well, t- the gods t- 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 smiled up on us and it was just like, this is going to be your finale. War of Realms, the last issue, uh, number six. The conclusion to, I guess, Jer- Jason Aaron's entire thing. Uh, we get a flashback to when uh, Thor impaled himself on Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil. The world sun that's growing out of the tree. Uh, And now we get a little more clarity as to why he did that. Um, He did it so he sacrificed like his his um, his eye and Mjolnir to learn how to uh, how to defeat Malekith and end the war realms. Big old cheat code. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go to the world tree of knowledge and get just get the answers. That, that's yeah, you know what? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and they they tried to word it pretty, but no. Well, when you think about it, that's how all good guys kind of win is that they cheat a little. Uh, I guess. But uh, I'm not mad at it. I like it. No, sure. I mean, you know, he did have to staple his fucking ankle to the tree while burning it on the sun. So you know, 
Yeah. I, I think you deserved oh, it. Oh, yeah. It took a lot to get there. Yeah, it was rough. It was, it was uh, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, in untold eons from now, the Asgard at the end of time, uh, Thor's granddaughters are reading Thor- tales of Thor, and then they're just like, with, with the aid of some of their allies who were used to dealing in the fantastic, they say that Thor's friends travel to the future? What? And then right on cue, the Fantastic Four have traveled to the future. And are just and they're just like, hey, we're looking for uh All Father Thor, and All Father Thor is like, Yeah, I know. I know today's the day. Mm-hmm. And uh he travels back in time to talk to uh regular Thor. And this is where Thor lost his eye and got the eye patch that old Thor has. Uh you know, meanwhile. Young Thor is also there, King of the Vikings, uh, God of the Vikings is also there. And they have a cool, like, Shonen-esque moment where they're all yeah. shitting on each other. We're just like, fuck you, old man. He's like, you're not worthy, youngster. And uh, Jane Foster Thor comes in with the uh, the Ultimate Universe hammer. Yo, he acts if, <laughs> yo, he, all right, no, he, um, the, God Thor violated because he said, you brought the arrogant, unworthy one. What was the frog not available? Are they talking <laughs> about the dude that kept lying about what he was the god of? I think that so. thing. Oh no, not that guy. <laughs> He's like, I'm the god of there's a cotton candy a and frog. waterfalls. I think there's a frog Thor somewhere in this in the multiverse. Are you serious? I think I'm not sure. I remember see. I I remember what he's talking about vaguely. That there's a frog out there that dresses exactly like Thor. Uh, <laughs> Wow, what a sick reference! I I I have no idea what you're we'll talking about. We'll have to look this up at the sheesh. end. Um, but in any case, I thought you was talking about that guy though. No, nope. <laughs> that was that funny. Uh, so the the four Thors uh, ride off to fuck Malekith up. Meanwhile, oh yeah, um, Jane Foster meets. Did you say that already? Yeah. Okay, yeah, she's there and she's ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, meanwhile, in Midgard, uh, all the heroes are fighting. Punisher and uh, She Hulk are squaring up. All that stuff. Uh, the sons of Jotunheim are attacking New York City still. And one of them gets their head fucking cut off by Miss Mar- uh, Captain Marvel and a fire sword. That- yeah, with the fucking uh, fire god just at her feet. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't think she killed her, but, you know. Yeah, I think Age of Atlas, a- Atlas kind of deals with this. So, mm. uh, in any case, Laufey, uh is like, fuck, I'm losing. <laughs> I'm going to cheat. And he eats the Mother of Storm. And starts unleashing it on the on the Avengers. Meanwhile, Daredevil, being a god, is not easily frozen. So he's like, square up, Luffy. Yeah, it's. I don't know why he couldn't be frozen as easily as others. Well, he is a, a super. Yeah, right. Right super now, he's a god. god right though. now, yeah. Okay. He's he's Heimdall essentially. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, and Stonehenge, uh, Malekith is in his symbiote form, which is pretty cool. Um. And the four Thors arrive to fuck shit up. Uh, Malekith summons some Heartless. Uh, they fight <laughs> Essentially. Uh, now, are they implying that he has the God Butcher powers right now? Or is it no, literally he's using just the symbiote. saying this, the symbiote? Yeah, the okay. symbiote is different. From <laughs> what? Yo, he found a picture of the frog Thor. <laughs> <laughs> no, there it is. <laughs> Holy well, shit. now we know. Yeah, wow, he really violated the young Thor. Good producing, Brian. That was on <laughs> point, my guy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, in any case. It's an actual frog, by the way. Green, yellow eyes, frog. I think it's standing on two legs, and it has Mjolnir of its own. Yes, it has its own hammer, red cape, <laughs> th- 
The, has the Thor outfit on, but it's a frog. Uh, Josh, do you know? Do you know what this means? What does that mean? I found my new favorite character. <laughs> oh no, no, no! He has powers. He has powers. Oh, you're right. But that's definitely no, Odin's favorite the character. Only, no, the only thing I love more than people without powers is animals with powers. No, you're not Odin <laughs> Sensei. Okay, that's his shtick. Uh, you love useless characters that I, are made more important than they I love animals be. more. All right. <laughs> I've always loved animals more. So you're telling me your favorite character was the giraffe with swords? Yes. Okay. Kaku's my favorite character in One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all heard me right. Uh, giraffe. Yeah, Brian, uh, there's a character uh, who eats uh, the horse, horse fruit model giraffe. He could turn into a giraffe. <laughs> That's his ability. But to be fair, he hated having that ability and it. <laughs> and he had to pretend to like it because one of the other bad guys in the group made fun of him for being a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, I love it." <laughs> yeah, because it's too late. If you, yeah, yeah, no, he. If you read back, he's like, "No, I fucking love this." <laughs> he ha- he's forced to love it because he he has to be a giraffe forever. Uh, <laughs> and he- <laughs> anyway, back to Marvel. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, uh oh shit yeah the symbiote guy yeah symbiote malekith meanwhile back on midgard uh daredevil just tosses heimdall's sword into the mouth of laufey and laufey's like i don't give a shit (laughs) he swallows the sword no problem (laughs) yeah was that supposed to hurt me i'm a fucking giant and (laughs) daredevil just like puts his hands up he's like i'm about to fist fight you giant he literally (laughs) just approaches yeah he's right at his feet he squares up with him literally (laughs) he's like fight me bitch ew look at his dirty ass toenail that shit is fucked up yeah you gotta you gotta love hate the artist for this part yeah (laughs) Uh, that was wow yeah i did not notice that before meanwhile in space the fucking storm like thor's just charging up a big ass spirit bomb lightning thing uh and uh, the four Thors are fighting off against Malekith and all that stuff. Uh, Malekith has apparently imbued uh, one of Thor's hammers with a symbiote. And he has like a venom sword. He's essentially become like Riku in Kingdom Hearts 1 when he took the sword. When he has like Ansem's powers. Yeah. And His sword even looks like Riku's sword at that yeah, time. Yeah, with the bat wings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thor Thor has been charging up the storm this entire time, and he starts to make it rain fire because he knows that Venom's weakness is fire. So, but not only has he been like weakening Venom with this slowly, he's also been forging a brand new Mjolnir. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, see, that's why I wish I had been catching up more, like more on the uh, the previous run. I thought he been had Mjolnir. I thought everybody had Mjolnir. I thought that was the thing. Everybody had Thor's hammer. That's it. But apparently it's – can you explain real quick? Uh, well, I'm not caught up myself. Jeez. But from what I understand, when Thor gets his mantle as Thor back, yeah, he uses multiple hammers. So yeah. it's implied that he's still unworthy of the real Mjolnir. Oh, it's just that Jane Foster isn't in yeah. the regular Thor anymore. Yeah, she runs out of her – like she – I think she becomes just too weak with her cancer to become Thor. That's my hypothesis. I have to finish the run. Uh, but uh, hopefully at some point I'll come up with a little, I'll be a little bit more informed. Yeah. But uh, same. Here. that's how I understand it. Um, but Thor made his own goddamn meal near. Yeah, literally crafted it in the background while he was like scrapping. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I thought he was just going to call the mother of storms, like just to strike an alicate and just, 
and then in yeah, his, I thought so in too. his corpse. He would pull out the fucking hammer or something. It wasn't as intense as that. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought, yeah, I really thought he was going to get striked with everything. And but, that was it. He's just going to be like, oh, like, damn, I didn't think about yeah. this. <laughs> Thor has a pretty cool speech at the end um, when um, he starts to pick up the new Mjolnir. And um, Malchus is like, no, you can't do that. You're not worthy. You're not. And Thor's like, worthy? Then I hope I never feel worthy again. For as long as I live, it's only the struggle that counts. Goal was right. But knowing that is what makes me strong. Not the hammers, not the thunder. What I truly am, Malekith, now and forever, is God of the Unworthy. Pretty cool line. That was pretty sick. And he smashes the shit out of Malekith with his hammer. And that's it. He just one-shot KOs Malekith after all this with his new hammer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the same... It, it looks like it's a powered-up version of his original hammer. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. And then, um, you know, uh, J- Jane Foster's hammer is uh, falling apart. So, but she's like, well, it has enough power for one more throw. <laughs> and so she throws it, and it smacks Laufey right in the eyeball. Tears it off. Mm-hmm. Completely. And she's like, who threw that? Fuck you. I'm a- <laughs> 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 and that's when, like... Something stuck to cut open his belly from the inside, and it's Loki. Still alive, guys. Big surprise. This was actually a big surprise. No. Well, <laughs> well, not right. that big. I seen that I coming. Knew- as soon as he swallowed the sword, I knew that wasn't going to just that- be a no reason kind of thing. I, lo- I-, I knew that Loki would eventually come back, but I also th- forgot he was eaten. Oh. <laughs> so Dog, I was- as soon as he swallowed the sword, I was like, damn, how fire would it be if Loki just cut his way out of this guy's Apparently body? pretty fire. literally what happened. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you can see his blue guts, his blue and purple guts on the ground, and that's it. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, then Young Thor just cuts Malakas' arm off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he did him pretty greasy, but yeah. you know this guy deserves it fully. Yeah. And then uh, he starts to rant and like spiral into fear, and that's yeah. when his own beasts start feeding off of his fear and start eating him alive. Yeah. Whoa. Really, really fucked up. Look that's at Captain America like, smiling. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Are they all watching? That's happening in New York? I oh, thought that was at Stonehenge. Oh. oh, you're right. Maybe he's not watching. I was like, <laughs> maybe he's not watching it happen. I don't know why my mic is cutting out so much. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I would just, I thought it was funny to imagine Captain Marvel, or Captain America looking up at Malekith being ripped limb from limb and just be like, yeah. Um, but no, this is happening in Stonehenge. And, yeah, um, I think they're looking at him yeah. coming up from the body. Yeah. But in any case, uh, Punisher walks away. You know, the war's over. Punisher walks away. Be broody as usual because uh, he's trying to match Daredevil and sad boyness. <laughs> uh, Daredevil no longer has the power of Heimdall, and he has instantly forgotten everything that he's, all the knowledge he's acquired as a god. Is that how it works? I guess. And um, Venom, the symbiote Venom, walks away. So I guess he never, it wasn't Eddie Brock at all. It was a symbiote acting on its own. Now the dark magic that he... The dark magic weird. that Malekith was using has healed his mind. You know, whatever. And sure. now he's okay. going to go off to prepare for carnage. Oh. I know you're not excited, but I never... I mean, you know, we'll I never experienced up. a carnage, like a straight carnage event. You well, know? we so will. I'm, I'm excited. Well, we're picking it up for this show. So yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. You guys better appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
the uh the broken uh stormbreaker returns to jane foster and appears as a bracelet on her arm so new thing for jane uh she's not done yet she's gonna be a superhero yet uh and finally at the end of it all odin finally gives thor his approval his daddy issues have been solved and has named him the all-father thor so this is where thor becomes the all-father sooner than i thought way sooner uh, and that's the end of uh, that's the end, or the beginning, as it says at the end. Uh, wow! Now this was an event. This was a motherfucking event. This is how you do it. Yeah, it was a really good event. Not super hard. It's not you know it wasn't Secret Wars or anything like that. But I mean, it it's pretty dope. good. Yeah, it it's was pretty fun. up there. There's a lot of fighting. A lot of characters were put in spotlights. A lot of good storytelling. Yeah, man. I feel like there hasn't been like an event this quality in a long time, so I very much appreciated. Uh, a lot I, of care went into it. Yeah, I can't wait to really finish uh, Jason Aaron's run so I get a complete picture, but uh, good on Jason Aaron for finishing in style. Not a lot of people get to do that. So uh, if you haven't picked up War of the Rounds, now that it's, now that it's over, uh, pick it up in its completeness. You know, It's fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for us, right? We're done. Uh, fuck yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us. As usual, we appreciate it. Uh, if you guys want to email us uh, anything, suggestions, things for us to read, uh, you know, fan theories that you want us to discuss on the show, uh, leave uh, leave a comment. In, oh, no, not leave a comment. Um, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Instagram and Twitter. Joshua Cole at JD underscore 37. Uh, Brian Boss at Saucy Brian Bossy. And please leave us a review on iTunes. Get us on that algorithm, fam. We need that love. I think we're like, I don't know where we are in the iTunes rankings, but we need to be higher wherever we are. I know it's not good. So leave some reviews. Give us some love. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, you know, stay safe, New Jump Citizens. Peace. See you next week. Shake it fast, yeah. Drop that ass to the left and the right, yeah. Drop that ass, yeah. Shake it fast, yeah. Pop that ass to the left and the right, yeah. Now, back, back, back it up, yeah. Back, back, back it up, yeah. Back, back, back it up. Back, 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 back it up. Now stop holding, we go with it, yeah. Stop. Second to me one more time, get low, get low.